Hi, it's Dr. Jenny, and I want to welcome you to this week's episode of our Health Hacks podcast. So this week, we're going to be talking about something called N-acetylcysteine, or NAC for short. So unless you live under a rock, you have probably heard of this supplement, and you may actually be trying to take it and been having a hard time finding it. And that is because uh, about a year ago, the FDA came out and said that they have classified this as a drug. And so it's a a little bit of a gray area right now, whether this is really a supplement or a drug. There's obviously more to it than that, but that's the gist of it. And so there are major retailers, like I know Amazon is is a big one, that have said, we're not going to sell it just because we... We don't know what's coming with that. So it's it's been hard to get your hands on. But um, it's shown a lot of promise in people who are recovering from a certain virus that I will um, keep nameless because I don't want this video and this information to get flagged or this uh, podcast to get flagged. But um, th- there's a lot of people that are taking it and there's a lot of good reason to do that. So I thought I'd just break it down for you and, and tell you why I like it, why people would, would want to take it and what it does. Uh, one of the first things that it does is it helps make and replenish glutathione. And glutathione is can be thought of as your body's master antioxidant. It's very important in helping to decrease oxidative damage that is occurring from free radical production. And these free radicals are what are created as your body just goes through its daily activities, cellular activities, um, detoxification processes, things like that. As your body does that, it creates free radicals. And um, if you don't have enough glutathione, those don't break down properly. So um, you, you want to have proper levels of glutathione and you can't directly supplement with that. So you need to supplement with the building blocks and the things that help you um, make glutathione. So NAC is, is the big one there. It also helps you um, support detoxification and specifically the kidneys and liver. So that's how harmful substances get removed from your body and proper levels of NAC help ensure that your kidneys and liver can do the job that they need to do there. Um, NAC also helps regulate glutamate levels. Glutamate is a very powerful neurotransmitter or brain chemical, and it has really important ramifications on mental health. And if, if it's out of balance, it can be involved with addictive behaviors and decreased brain health. So we, we want to do everything we can to help those glutamate levels stay in the right place. And NAC can um, help with that as well. So here's the one that I think we're, we're getting a lot of um, information on with, with regards to NAC and why people are buying it and taking it. It's for respiratory considerations. So um, it, it's been shown to help decrease inflammation in lung tissue and loosen mucus like an expectorant would do to, to kind of loosen up that, that tight chest congestion. And those things have been shown to have a positive impact on conditions like asthma and chronic bronchitis, breathing troubles, things like that. Um, fertility implications, that, that is not probably the most common use of NAP, but it's, it's very powerful. And um, you, you've got kind of the, the male and female side of the house here. In males, 
decreased antioxidant levels like the glutathione we were talking about before have been shown to negatively impact sperm health and, and viability. So um, there are some studies that have been performed that show that NAC is useful to help reverse that pattern. And um, in women and ovulatory issues, um, like those that are associated with something called polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS, have been shown to respond favorably to increased um, consumption of, of NAC in, in supplemental form. So, you know, male fertility, female fertility, I, I actually use those supplements in in coaching and working with my, my health clients. Um, and it's profound it, and it's not something that we usually we think of with um, with N-acetylcysteine. So number six um, is that NAC is associated with decreased inflammation levels in your fat cells and it helps improve your insulin sensitivity. So we have a kind of an epidemic of blood sugar handling problems. We know that people that are diabetic or pre-diabetic just across the board have more health problems. So that is something that we really want to work on, um, on helping is, is improving people's insulin handling and insulin sensitivity. Um, another thing that NAC does is decreases oxidative damage to your heart tissue. So when you lower the exposure to free radical damage, which is what NAC helps to do, you protect your heart from this type of, of oxidative uh, breakdown or damage. So that, that's a, another very powerful use of the supplement. Um, number eight is, um, and, and this is the, the one that we've probably heard of, is the immune system boost that um, people report um, from using N-acetylcysteine. So um, if you've been following along so far, we've talked about um, decreasing inflammation, protecting against oxidative damage, improving detoxification, all those things. So all of those things obviously have a very profound impact on your immune health. And I believe that's, that's why people report, hey, that this had a positive impact on my immune health for all of those reasons we mentioned. So here's the million dollar question. Do I need to take NAC in a supplement or is this something that I can get from my diet? And the answer is yes, both. You probably need to um, make a concerted effort to, to get it in your diet as much as possible. But um, I, I do a lot of nutrient testing with people. This is on my list of tested nutrients and it shows up um, low in, in most people that I test. So I would say we want to be doing all of the dietary things we can, and then also considering supplementation for most people. I, I think that's an, uh, an appropriate approach to take. Now, I am a huge advocate of nutrient testing if it's at all possible for you, um, because there are so many people running around. They're taking all kinds of supplements. They don't know if they need them. They Maybe they need them. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're missing something that they're super low on that they would have never thought of. So in an ideal world, we match people's supplement plan with their needs. And that's what a nutrient, a micronutrient test does or a nutrient test. So if that's available to you, I would strongly encourage that. But if not, you know, I, I think it's worth considering um, supplementing. Most people will, will probably benefit from that. So what are the foods that are highest in cysteine? Pork, beef, chicken, fish, lentils, oatmeal, eggs, 
yogurt, sunflower seeds, and cheese. And so cysteine is a is an amino acid. It falls into the category of the non-essential amino acids. So that means it is converted from the essential amino acids. And in order for this conversion to happen properly, we are going to need adequate levels of vitamin B6 and B12. Those are also often deficient in people. So again, with the, with the nutrient testing, um, I, I just see the B vitamins as a huge, um, issue for, for many people. And if you're low in the B6 and the B12, you, you don't make the, the cysteine as, as well as you could. And then, so if N-acetylcysteine is coming from that, it's just, we've got this upstream issue of not having the building blocks to convert. So just making sure that you're eating enough protein, you have adequate levels of B vitamins. And then if you decide to supplement with um, N-acetylcysteine, I think um, the the dose that I would recommend for most people is the 600 to 1800 milligram a, a day dose. I, you know, very rarely would I see a need to go much higher than that, unless you're trying to really, really detox from, from something very specific. And, and that would be on a case by case basis, but general dosing 600 to 1800 milligrams a day for most people. And then it just ensure you're eating enough really good high high quality protein sources and you have adequate B vitamins for the conversion. Um, what if you're having a hard time locating it? <laughs> um, I have talked to a number of people and seen a number of posts in some of the groups that I'm in like, Hey, I, I would really like some knack, but I don't know where to get it. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about the FDA's effort to, to reclap. Well, they say they're not reclassifying it. They say that they've already classified it as a drug in 1963, but I consider it a reclassification because for, you know, 60 years now, almost we've been using it as a, as a supplement and it's, you know, not shown any major side effects or anything like that. It's perfectly safe for mainstream consumption. So, um, anyway, all of that to say, um, there is some push to take that off the, the shelf for most people's availability. At the time of, of this podcast, I'm still able to get a really good high quality source and I am happy to be of assistance. Um, if you're listening to this or, you know, someone who is having trouble and they need to, um, find a good source, have them reach out to me and I will, um, connect them with, with my source. And then if you have any questions about, you know, about anything you heard, or you want to have some nutrient testing done, or you just have a question about your health, I have a, um, a free 15 minute connection call that I offer to people just so that I can, I can help. If, if you have a question and you want to see like, Hey, what would be involved in me taking the next step to, to address this health issue? That's a great use of that call. And you can visit uh, drjenny.com, D-R-J-E-N-I.com and, um, and, and get the information on that. So, um, I hope that you found this, this helpful. I just wanted to, um, put a little clarity around that specific supplement. Um, cause I keep, I keep seeing it pop up and I, I wonder, do, do people know why they're taking that and the benefits of it and, and what it, what it does when it would be appropriate, when you might not want to worry about it, all that kind of stuff. So I hope that that is what you got out of this. So thanks for listening. And I look forward to, um, speaking with you again soon.